we learn anything from Nadab and Abihu, see Leviticus 10 and last week's article, it's that God despises worship, which is not according to his word. Over the next few articles, we'll consider what Psalm 100 teaches us about worship. Hey, this is the pastor's note for Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Psalm 100 begins with a call to worship. It begins this way, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. That's Psalm 100 verse 1. Worship is an obligation for all men. It originates in God's command, not man's imagination. This is because God made all men and we are his subjects. Remember, God can command whatsoever he pleases. What a wonder that he commands our love and worship. Next, the psalm teaches us the what and how of worship. Serve the Lord with gladness, we read in Psalm 100 verse 2. The Hebrew term serve describes the work of a slave or a hired servant. Worship, therefore, is work performed for the glory of God. As one writer states, you ought to approach worship as you would any serious job. You need to think about it, study it, and train yourself to do it with skill. Some wrestle with making worship more participatory. What they mean is they want more people to lead. However, since worship is work, all of worship is an exercise in which the whole congregation participates. You are never passive in worship. This includes during prayer and preaching. When someone leads in prayer, listen attentively and provide your hearty amen at the conclusion. During the sermon, you ought to be engaged, body and soul. Take notes if you need help paying attention, and consider all the ways you can apply the truths the minister explains from Scripture. As you participate in worship, you must do so gladly, with joy. This requires some arranging of the affections, doesn't it? We don't always arrive to worship in the best mood. Maybe you fussed with your spouse or children while getting ready that day. Perhaps you received a hard diagnosis that week. How can worship still be joyful? Well, consider verse 2. Come into his presence with singing. When you set your mind and heart on the Lord's worship, you transcend the pains of life by remembering you enter into his presence. This is both a joyous and a fearful thing. We immediately remember we don't deserve to enter God's presence. He is holy and we are sinful. God receives us into his presence because of the atoning work of Jesus Christ. Through faith alone and Christ alone, God credits the righteousness of Jesus Christ to your account. God's people enter into his presence washed in the blood of Christ. What then is the natural response? To sing. Men especially need exhortation in this area. Many consider themselves too macho to sing. I get it. A lot of contemporary worship is effeminate. However, not to worship through singing is an act of disobedience. Dear brothers, as God's appointed leaders, you ought to have the strongest voices in the congregation. Christian, you begin to understand worship when you see it as obedient work offered in the presence of God through Jesus Christ. It is a duty of delight. Thanks for listening to The Pastor's Note. For more information about New Covenant Presbyterian Church in Summit, Mississippi, 
please visit New Covenant Prez, that's P-R-E-S dot O-R-G, or check us out on Facebook at New Covenant Prez. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week on The Pastor's Note.